your face. Yes. It's naked. It's it's cold, Joe. <laughs> My face is what? cold. Uh so we'll talk about it when we get to weddings, but um yes, I'm mustache less now. Um yeah, I have nothing weird. I have nothing but like five o'clock shadow. A little bit more than five o'clock shadow. This is like day two. Um, like six o'clock shadow. Yeah. I guess technically well, when did I shave? I shaved Saturday morning, so this is like day and this is Tuesday night, so like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all day Tuesday. This is like day four. Um Wow, I'm shocked that it's not full. I uh, honestly a little bit a little bit shocked. Uh it slowed down definitely, I think, because I was shaving it regularly. Um so I'm going to grow the beard back, I've decided, but I am yeah. I'm gonna fully clean shave one more time just to make sure everything's on the same page. Uh and then uh, start fresh and grow a brand new beard and then not see my chin again for another five years. Yeah, you look like a child. It's crazy. I feel like a child. And I had to present to clients today. So now I have introduced myself to clients with a beard, presented to clients with a mustache, and now presented to clients without any facial hair. So really just well, bouncing all around here. You're a man with no face. A man, man with many faces, actually. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's right. Too many. You'll never know. Just none. You'll never know. You can shank anybody. You got a coin? Listen, we don't. I can't talk about that legally on air. All right, you know this. <laughs> um, how did Ben react to it? He's he's in numb to it now. After the shock yeah. of wow, I've never seen my father's chin, and oh my god, my father has a chin. Everything else since then has been whatever. <laughs> Dad's gonna do what Dad does. Yeah, well, I'm going to be uncomfortable around you for a little bit, so. Yeah, Saturday, it'll probably be about this length again, because I'm shaving tomorrow morning uh, before I grow it all the way back. So when we see each other on Saturday, it'll be about this length, so. Yeah, I probably won't talk to you. Please don't. That's honestly the goal. Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm drinking the hard stuff tonight. Broke out the hard stuff oh, yeah. for the recording. It's a passion fruit sparkling water. Wow-wee. Sounds delightful. It is actually really good. Uh, no free ads, but the... The one of the sparkling water brands um, switched up their Costco pack on us. So that used to be yeah. Black Cherry and a couple other ones. Um, and we got, always got it for the Black Cherry because it was really good. And then Katie got it last time she was there. And it has three new flavors. It has cherry limeade, passion fruit, and then like blueberry something or other. Blueberry lemonade. Maybe. Um, the, They're good. They're good flavors. They're just different. You know, change is scary. Right. So. Change is scary. How do you feel about a soda stream? So I have some hipster friends. Um, not yeah. they're not hipster, they're just from Colorado. So I guess like take that as you will. <laughs> uh that have had I I was having soda stream before it like was popular. Uh um, right. because they had it way back in the day. They used to make their sparkling water 
pour half glass orange juice, half glass sparkling water. One of the best drinks I've ever had in my entire life. Just that. It sounds amazing. Half orange juice, half sparkling water in their soda stream made sparkling water. And like, that's what they would drink every morning when they woke up. Like you don't even need coffee at that point. You're just waking up with the best drink possible every single morning. Sounds so good. I am trying to convince myself to buy one because I go through probably a 12 pack of LaCroix every two weeks. Yeah. At least. I drink at least like four or five bucks. Yeah. I drink at least one a day. That's for sure. Right. You don't drink. Yeah. Five. You don't drink pop though. Right. Like not really. Yeah. and, And I don't. If I keep, I have this problem. If I keep Diet Coke in the fridge, I'll drink all of the Diet Coke. I'll have like one a day. Um, Right. And so will Katie. If I keep sparkling water in the fridge, I'll have one a day on average, but some days I don't have any. Like I'll just drink regular water or um, there are some days where I drink coffee until noon, drink water until, I don't know, five o'clock and then have a beer. And then that's the end of my liquid consumption for the day. Right. um, It's a... but if I keep pop in the house, like I will drink it every single time. So, yeah, I will drink. I drink at least one LaCroix and or whatever sparkling water we have available a day. Just yeah. so I can ration it. See, and you drink more, yeah. too. This is my second one of the day. I'm not afraid to admit. Yeah. It. <laughs> not afraid. It's my You're second monster. I'm, it's my second sparkling water. Call the cops. I don't even care. That's right. Oh, that's funny. Well, how was your weekend? It was a busy weekend. It was busy. It was busy. I, uh, I'm still catching up, uh, like just in life in general. Um, so it was good. It started, um, Friday night with my son deciding he wanted to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and then not go back to sleep until four o'clock in the morning. Mm, That was a really great way because then we had to go. So, we uh we had our my buddy's we, uh wedding this weekend um and we had to go up north for it so we dropped Ben off in the morning but Katie also had to get a uh they're called blowouts right with the hair thing where they literally uh, like do your hair for you but it's I don't know I don't know what goes on I don't on know what the, happens during it, one of those no I just I I know what it's called and Katie tells me hey I have an appointment at X time and I say okay and that's the end of yeah. it yeah um. So we're tired, we're cranky, we got to get out of the house. We did the thing that you should never do, and we said, oh, we're only gone for one night. We'll just pack in the morning before we leave. And then even though it really was easy, you're just throwing shorts and T-shirts in in a quick bag, but then you're trying to get Ben out the door, make sure all his stuff is ready for when Katie's mom brought him back, um, all this stuff, and then you're like, oh, yeah, and I also need to throw clothes in a bag and grab this and grab that um right so it was just a, a a morning to be reckoned with but other than that got up north uh checked into our hotel paid so i think we talked about that the, uh this wedding got moved up and we uh had to like right get books we had a book at like we'll call them not super nice hotels um <laughs> and uh this hotel lived up to that holy moly they were just doing construction on the room next to us like we checked in they're just drilling into the wall like oh geez uh it was uh it was very not good joe it was very not nice that sucks yeah uh so we uh we just changed real quick uh grabbed david threw david in the back of the car 
drove over to the wedding. Um, let me talk about this wedding because I think it's 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 really yeah it was unique in the fact that um they were at this outdoor venue and they had a big tent set up just like a normal outdoor venue and they had a little like house built there where they had a bar inside and bathrooms and all the normal stuff you'd expect from a wedding venue right very cool the wedding itself was up a sand dune <laughs> so to get there get a hike up well so on the on the uh description it said the wedding is a short ride or a quick hike and i was like you know you know you don't oh. know what that means going into the wedding right you're like right. okay short hike what you're walking across a field or something like that or whatever nope we uh we have to take golf carts up the wow. sand dune to get to uh where the wedding was um and I thought we would like get to the top where you'd be like be able to oversee the lake, but I think we only went like halfway up the sand dune because you physically couldn't go up any further. And you're like, yep. Oh, really? So they got. I mean, it was a cool venue, very cool place. They got married in the middle of the woods. It was really neat. Um, but then uh, I had to shuttle people back down as the so the groomsmen shuttled people up, and then me and two other uh, friends of of uh, our buddy shuttled people back down in uh in these golf carts. So. I drove a golf nice. cart for like an hour, hour and a half at this wedding. Oh, geez. Um, so that was fun. So we did that. Um, wedding was great. Reception was great. All that stuff. Um, we cashed out early because we're old and parents and also we're yeah. running on like three hours of sleep. Um, we went home about or back to the hotel about 10 o'clock. Um, and then uh, the the David decided that the hotel was so not nice that he was just going to drive home and just up and drove home that really? night. Yeah, really? like I, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> so uh, second only to the Baymont from your wedding. So, yeah. Hey, that was a great. <laughs> At least none of our stuff got ruined. Th- that is true. Oh, what a man. All around that hotel right now, there's like two or three nicer hotels now. Really? Yeah, yeah, they've definitely built up the hotel in in Jackson, Michigan. Is Jackson, Michigan, the next booming metropolitan area? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, so I got two more things for my weekend before I switch over to you. Yeah. So we drive home Sunday morning, get home, no big deal. Uh, get Ben, do our normal stuff, and then... I lied. I might have only had one more thing, but the one more thing is important, Joe. I convinced Katie to go to Target under the guise that I needed razors, but I knew I had a separate plan. I knew I was going to Target. I went and got Oreos. (laughs) They did not have this ultra mega max stuff, whatever thing that I got called out for on last week. They did not have that. But what they did, Sarah, for pointing that out. But what they did have is Neapolitan ice cream Oreos and Heath Bar Oreos. Oh, were they? Heath Bar I like a lot, but I also enjoy Heath Bar as a candy, so it just tastes like like caramel, you know, Oreos, basically what it tastes like. So caramel, Oreo, all good. They're single stuff, so, like, you got to deal with that, but whatever. (laughs) The Neapolitan ones are really interesting. It is three different flavors of Oreo filling mixed in one. So it's like triple stuffed. Right. 
So you have chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla all yeah. shoved in an Oreo on a vanilla cracker. Uh, they're interesting. I don't know. I've, I've made it two-thirds of the way through the pack, so I'm not going to tell you that they're not good. They're definitely good. Um, I don't... The strawberry is a really weird flavor with an Oreo. Can you taste them all at the same time? Or Yes. They, yeah. Yeah. So I have been eating them all at the same time for that reason. I was like, I, I think it's designed to be... Now, you could take it apart yeah. and eat the... Which, if it was a regular Oreo, that's how I'd eat it. I'd filling first cookies after but i was like "Ah, i should eat it this way um they're pretty good i i would i don't know i wouldn't go out of my way to say like oh i need to buy the neapolitan oreos every time but yeah i'm not i don't regret that i have them okay all right so that's where i'm at nice we talked about oreos last week i need to I need to go get some, and now here I am. I've satisfied that crazy. Look at look at that. You got a new a new flavor that you tasted. Exactly. So what about you? How was your weekend? Oreo podcast? Um, it was pretty good. It was pretty busy, pretty long. Um, Friday. So we've been uh getting on a very good bedtime routine with Ooh. Cora. V- like very very good. Um, at seven o'clock for the past week, we've been turning off the TV. Um usually accompanied by like a tubby or at least pajamas and stories if not um we've also been using melatonin which is like been amazing she's been out by like nine nine thirty has been the latest she's been up nice. in the past week which is really great um so friday night uh we got the kids and i think they were both asleep by like nine o'clock or something like that like it was pretty amazing so i stayed up uh, Kayla crashed with them and I stayed up and just you know, browsed the internet. I put mm-hmm. on Stranger Things again and just like scrolled on my phone, like just stayed up for several hours. Like it was, it was great. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, just to be up and you know, not have it be 11 o'clock at night when I start my me time, like just like my chill time. So that was pretty nice. Um, and then Saturday, uh oh kayla's dad came over he had last week off and we had a retaining wall that we were taking out in our backyard and he's like well i'll just come over and redo it for you and we had a bunch of stone so we're taking out a wood retaining wall and putting in a stone retaining wall so he came over thursday to start on that friday he did almost all of it um then saturday he came over and did more of it um then he ended up finishing it on sunday uh or no he finished it saturday he finished it saturday um so saturday he came over he finished that wall uh and it was also his birthday so we're gonna go out for dinner that night on his birthday he finished your retaining wall it was the day before his birthday but we were celebrating it that night so he came over yeah he finished it um looks great looks amazing and our friends drew and carrie came over as well uh, they were heading over to the west side of the state. They were stopping by. We haven't seen them in a couple months. Brought over some bagels, and we just hung out for several hours, just hanging out, being outside, chilling. And then they left, and so Saturday afternoon, I had to get the kids you know, ready for Joe's birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. And I got Grayson to sleep. We were inside, and Kayla and Cora were outside watering the plants, hanging out uh in the front of the house 
and Grayson's asleep. This is about three o'clock, and about three thirty, I hear a noise that sounds like a some not a cement, um, a plastic bucket hitting cement hmm. from inside. Uh, and then I just hear Cora start to cry. Uh oh. And what what had happened was she had slipped on wet cement, and that sound was her head hitting the cement. Ow. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was bad. So it was like three thirty. Um, Kayla comes in. You know, there's nothing we could do. Cora just you know slipped on cement. Like yeah, it's not. There's not there bleeding. Was, it's not. Yeah, it's it's just. A... There was no preventing it. Like it just happened. Mm-mm. Um. And at that point, it was also like her nap time, so she's crying a lot, and we're like, you know, we're getting her consoled, but is this, you know, pain cry? Is it overtired cry? Like a bleed is it? cry? Yeah. So we get her calmed down. We get everybody ready, and we're like, all right, you know, she's just kind of whimpering, um, drifting in and out, and we're like, let's just let's go to dinner and see how she does. So we go to dinner. Um, we're sitting down and she just wants me to hold her the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm just holding her and she's just kind of whimpering the whole dinner. Uh, in about 30 minutes into dinner, 40 minutes into dinner, I'm like, st- I was like, I got to stand up with her. Like she's getting wiggly. Like I just am going to stand up. Mm-hmm. So I stood up with her by the table while everybody was eating, uh, shortly after that we got their food and she just kind of starts crying. And then all of a sudden I just feel warm on my shoulder and a noise and she had thrown up oh god and i was like oh no yeah that's not a good sign i was like i was like we gotta go like like we gotta go so everybody's like rushing me to clean me off i'm like i gotta get her outside yeah we gotta go outside so we go outside and she just throws up again i'm like okay we're going to the hospital yeah um like grayson you're staying here good luck buddy (laughs) sorry Uh, (laughs) we got we gotta go. Sorry, bud. Yeah. So this is Cora's first trip to the ER. Um, which is scary. It's really, really scary, especially a head injury. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. There's no blood. We don't know what's going on in there. Um Kayla's parents thankfully took Grayson. They boxed up all the food. Um we rushed to the hospital. I had puke on my shirt mm-hmm. and we were know right down the road from my mom's house so i like ripped off my shirt ran into her house grabbed a shirt and left she wasn't home yeah uh and we got to the hospital we got checked in Cora's just like in a diaper just like kind of whimpering Mm -hmm. we check in sit in the waiting room i call my mom let her know what's going on and tell her hey i was in your house uh (laughs) hey i stole a shirt uh (laughs) right (laughs) I'm talking to my mom for a few minutes, letting her know, like, hey, Cora hit her head, this and that. Go back inside, run to the bathroom real quick. I come back out of the bathroom, and Cora's just, like, laughing and playing with Kayla, like, in the waiting room. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And Kayla goes to the bathroom, and I hold on to Cora, and Cora looks at me, she goes, Daddy, I want a snack. And I was like, okay, Yeah. So we go up to the vending machine and she points at the Cheetos. She's like, Daddy, I want those Cheetos. I was like, okay. Hmm? So I get the Cheetos and she starts eating the Cheetos. Totally fine. Like, it's sort of like, okay. They call us back to triage. And then she starts playing on Kayla's phone, like swiping through videos, singing, dancing, yeah. like 
It's just like, huh, okay. So we're sitting in the triage, and then we get to the the room, like the triage room, and the um, I think it was a nurse practitioner. It wasn't the doctor. Yeah, came in and just started asking us questions about everything. And then he looked at her and was like, "She's pretty fine. Like she's yeah. not daisy. She's like paying attention to videos. She's got motor skills down with it." And then he kind of like rubs the back of her head. Like she doesn't wince. She's like, I think she's fine. He's like, just keep an eye on her. Like it doesn't look like anything's wrong. If she starts vomiting again, yeah, you no, know, come back in. But she's paying attention. She's singing. She's using her hands. She's not glazed over. Like just keep an eye on her, kind of thing. Um, that's wild. Yeah. So it was crazy. Just that like instant of her just being like, okay, she's fine. Like she must have. Had to throw up, and then she was better. Um, but it's terrifying. That horrifying. Yeah. So she slept in our room that night. Yeah. Um, and it was it it was it's scary, but uh, yeah. And then Sunday we got up and we did more Halloween shopping. It was great. The only way to make <laughs> you feel better. Who am I to talk? Yeah. I brewed pumpkin spice coffee on Monday. Oh hell yeah, that's great. Who am um, I? Who are you? And now we're here. Um, but before we move on to something else, I want to ask you, you talked last week about your Katie was taking you to do something, some date. Yes. And you told me a little bit about it. What was this date that you brought up on this podcast? That is a great question. I'm glad you remembered because that feels like a lifetime ago, um, even though it wasn't. Uh, so Katie surprised me on a like, hey, we're going on a date. I'm not telling you where. We're just going to go. Um, so... Starts out, we went to a, a dinner place downtown, uh, downtown Detroit, which we have been to a couple of times, but um, it was tough because she picked she picked an event she wasn't entirely sure how it would go, right? Like, yeah, they she told me, like, as we were going there, she's like, all right, they said doors open at 630 and close at 7, like, no later than 7. So I didn't want to pick a place that it might go long and, like, I didn't want to have to have you leave work earlier because I already left work at four. Right. She's like, I didn't want to have you leave work earlier. So we like to have, so she's like, I just knew we would get in and out of this place. No big deal. Um, so we go to dinner, have some dinner. Um, the place we hadn't been there since pre pandemic, pre kids, all this stuff. It's the place right next to the skip, mm-hmm. the skip, whatever that restaurant's called. Oh, uh, the standby standby. It's fine. The food is yeah. not, it's not a dinner place. I think that's what, it's a drinks place, like a fancy drinks place. Yeah. It's not a dinner place. Like the only entree they had on the menu were, was a burger. Um, mm. I got wings and they didn't break it out into flats and sticks. They just had really? one whole or three whole chicken wings with like everything on it. And I was like, really? how do I eat this? How am I like yeah, break it yourself? And that's honestly, I just I like throw it over your knee. Well, and here I am like using my fingers, but that place is also really tiny. So they like sit you really close to the people next to you. So like, am I supposed to act like a heathen and tear apart this chicken? Like <laughs> just all sorts of I'm like noises. barely elbow, like elbow distance from the people next to me. What am I supposed to do? Like chow, chow right. into this chicken? Like, uh, so anyway, it, the, the dinner was not the fun part, but the fun part was after we left dinner, um, I got a couple margaritas to make up for it, so don't worry. Um, yeah. 
So nice. after we left dinner, we walked back down um, to but next to the Rensen in this really old church. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, why is Katie taking me to a church? This is really odd. <laughs> and then we walk up and there's a bunch of older people. And not necessarily like yeah. old people. It wasn't old people going to church, but like definitely older people. I'm like, right. what is going on? What is and and it's all couples. That was the first thing I saw. I was like, it's all couples and it's all older people. I'm like, is this going to be some kind of like couples like seminar that we're going to like a right. lecture series on are we, how to are we be- having issues yeah. that I don't know about? Is that what this is? Is this, am I being ambushed right now with a marriage counseling uh, seminar right. that we have to go to? Uh, and we walk up and there's a sign that it's a, uh, it's called from Bach to the Beatles. Um, and it was a string quartet that played classical Bach and then right into Beatles songs and then back to Bach and then back to Beatles and like blended them throughout um, to kind of show how the similarities in the music were. But also it was very fun, very cool. Um, I love the Beatles are my favorite. So, yeah, um, it was it was really neat. I told Katie afterwards, I was like, I love the Beatles. That was really great. I could have sat there and listened to them play Bach for five hours it was mesmerizing oh i'm sure was it's, it candlelit too yeah yep candle i think it was called something like candle nights so or, or candle lights or yeah. something like that they had katie said they had a whole bunch they had like taylor swift they had the beatles mm-hmm. they had uh she said they have they have a whole bunch but she picked the beatles because because for me so i think i have to yeah. take her to the uh, taylor swift one next time so right um, but uh but it was really neat and it this is the only as I've become a parent, this is one of the most parent things I've ever said. It was a crisp 65 minutes in and out. Doors close at 7. <laughs> we're out of there by 8.15. Back to the car by 8.30. Home by 8.45. Like, Amazing. Crisp. It was, you go, you have your good time. Music was amazing. They were really great at what they did. Uh, their first chair violinist, like, for as much as violinists can get into it was into it like very, very good at what she did. And it was really cool to yeah. watch her. Um, so it was, uh, it was really neat. I enjoyed it a lot and it was in this old church. So it gave that kind of like vibes. Um, pews are not right. very comfortable to sit in. So that kind of sucked, but beyond yeah. that, uh, it was really cool. They're, uh, they're in October. They're doing that, but with Halloween music, of course they are. Yeah, and it sounds very interesting. Highly recommend. I think you absolutely should go. Yeah. Even even do it as like a like get a hotel downtown or something like that and go there yeah. and do that. Like highly, highly recommend. Lots of fun. Very cool. Awesome. I'll have to take a look at it. That's very cool. Sounds like a good time. Um neat. Jared, do you have any parenting news? If not, I don't want to throw you on the spot. I don't. I didn't I didn't actually look up any parenting news this news this week. Uh what I do have some big dead energy news that we need to talk about here before we get into our topic. I don't even know what this is. Joe, football's back. Oh, oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah, football's back. Uh professional football starts in like a month from right now. College football starts in like three weeks. Uh which oh. means it's fantasy football time. Is it? It's, We're here. It's time to get you in to fantasy football. Oh my goodness. Yep. All right. So I'm in the process of setting it up. Uh, me and our buddy Chris do it every single year. Um, and we got to Chris, start. do you mean DeRosia? I do. 
I hate it. I used Don't to, ever call I used him his, Chris again. I used his name. legal podcast name. <laughs> anyway, Dorj and I set it up every year. Um, so I got to get, we're going to get together and source all the people we're going to put in the league. Um, but you already have your name on the list, so there's no backing out now. Um, and, uh, this, uh, is fantasy. It's professional, right? Professional football. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be something. Uh, Tom Brady. Not a bad pick. (laughs) <laughs> if you beat me in fantasy football so help me god joseph it might be one of the highlights of my life this is something i actually It'll care about there. you did beat me in the march madness one but i don't care about basketball so it didn't like hurt yeah, my pride either. at all um if you beat me in fantasy really football i might i might have to hang it up i have i might honestly have to just hang it up and be done what really sucks is I'm going to want to like watch football now. Yeah, you are. I can't dedicate that. Yeah, you are. Sunday is not something I want to do. Thursdays at 830. Sundays at one, four and eight. And then Mondays at eight. Oh, my God. That's so many times. A, yeah, there's a few games on to each time slot, too. So you can pick and choose which one you want to watch. Oh, I'll just look at the end. See how it turned out. We'll see. One okay. of the, I, I will say something fantasy apps have done a really good job of as time has gone on is given like live updates. So you can actually like watch yeah. your team and how they're performing without a- actually having That's to watch cool. the game. So, which is great for yeah. those, like when you have somebody in San Diego and you don't have any way of watching San right. Diego, they'll give you like good, good real time updates of how the game's going and, and what's going on. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You let me know when. Yep. And uh, I really want to record you drafting, but I know you're just going to pick the top <laughs> player every time. I, w- I want to think it's good content, but I know you're just going to see what's at the top of the like suggested list. You're going to be like, yep, perfect. You're going to end up like six wide receivers. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I literally have no idea what I'll be doing. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't wait. We can just live stream it. We don't even need to record it. That's a great point. We could just live stream it. And on Twitch, we'll just do it up there. Okay. We do have a big dead energy Twitch. I, I don't know if uh, that's it's like public knowledge. No, it has nothing, but I have claimed the big dead energy uh, Twitch page. So perfect. Maybe. Maybe we'll throw it up on Twitch and, and stream your first fantasy football draft. How long does that draft usually take? Okay. It takes, I would say, probably an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, sometimes longer, but we like to shorten the timer because you're not looking for people. Like, you have 12 people's worth of time to go find the next person you're going to pick. Like, right. it's, you don't need. Um, yeah. So we try, we've been slowly cutting it back and back. So it normally takes about an hour and a half, two hours at the most. Um, but the other thing is if you need to step away, It'll e- either A, auto-draft for you, which it'll just pick like, hey, you don't have a running back, so it's going to pick the best running back available, right? It'll do that. Right. Or two, it'll give you a notification like, hey, you're picking next. So you can jump back in the app gotcha. and do it on your phone if you need to. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be something. I can't wait. I'm very... I... I'm excited now, but I'm going to be more excited like as the season goes on because remember... There's 18 weeks in this season. 
Wow. That's a lot of weed. Yeah. So you're going to have to, I'm going to be texting you and be like, hey, make sure you set your fantasy lineup. Means you're going to have to go pick up free agents. You're going to have to drop people off your list. I don't know what that means. Can't wait. Can't wait, Joe. (laughs) Well, stay tuned, everybody. Uh, When is when is the fantasy draft? It'll be at the end of the month, uh, right around uh, Labor Day. All right. Well, tune in then. Can't wait for some solid content. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Um, So I gave you two topics, but I think we should just talk about one. Okay. And the one that I think we should talk about is disciplining. Uh, Because we're at that age. Well, the kids are at that age. The kids are at that age. (laughs) Where they are starting to really test their boundaries and test limits. And you have a second kid coming on the way. Coming on the way. On the uh, way. And uh, others can be a little uh, feisty. Pains in the asses. Pains in the asses. Um, so, yeah, I just want to chat about disciplining okay. and, you know, how to basically tell your kids no, how to prevent them from doing things in the future, things like that. Uh, so I kind of want to start off with. Hold on. Can I start off? I want you to ask yeah, your you question, but I have something important that we need to talk about. Okay. How does Cora respond when you tell her no? Oh, that's tough. So it depends on her demeanor. Yeah. It's either usually a scream, a cry, a puff off, like a poof, mm-hmm. and like go walk away. Um, or she just says no back to me. Do you know what Ben does? What's that? He laughs in my face every single time. <laughs> Right in my face. And he's so cute. And he's so cute. And he just laughs in my face every single time. And Katie's like, you know, we'll talk as we get into this where I am finding my discipline groove and what, you know, how we want to go about it. But Katie's like, you know, you can't yell at him. I'm like, I can't do anything. I can't do anything because he just laughs at me. He's he's really big into hitting right now. And his favorite thing to hit is the television. And every time it's like, Ben, Ooh. no. And then he looks at me, he gets this big old grin on his face. And then while looking at me, hits the TV again. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's tough because they are testing those boundaries and they will. Or does the same thing. Like you say no. And then she gets that evil like Stanley Kubrick stare mm-hmm. where she just like, you know, tilts her head down and looks with her eyes facing up at you. And we'll just do it again. Like. Just like an evil, evil human. Um, so I think you and I are probably similar, and I think Katie and Kayla are probably very similar in how they approach this topic as well. Yeah. Um, you and I, I think, can say no probably more forcefully. Correct. Correct. Uh, I, I, uh, if you look into the crystal ball of the future, I will be the one that draws the hard line. Kate will be the one that yeah. that eases up on the hard line, but I think it will switch as they get older. Mm. Um, if I had to guess right now, Katie is also better. It, it, we've talked about this a bunch. Katie has a degree in child development. Katie's a kindergarten right. teacher. 
Katie has patience for children for absolute miles and years and has seen everything a child can do. And yeah. her patience is is ridiculous when it comes to kids. When it comes to adults, it's tiny. When it comes to kids, <laughs> it's it's massive. And that's where our I think when we start to switch. I am a much more patient person with adults. Katie is less so. Um, so I'm curious if that happens, like as the kids get older, if that if that line changes. But for now, uh, the other day, even Katie brought I I was in a. Uh, I was trying to tell Ben no and to stop hitting the TV with his broom, which, of course, did not go well. This is not. Right. the same incident as the one I was saying earlier either. This happens all the time because my child's <laughs> a monster and I need help. Uh, but he, uh, Katie like looked at me and she's like, you would not be a good kindergarten teacher. I was like, no, I did not sign up to be a kindergarten teacher for a reason. I, I am not, right. this is, this is not my game. So what about you? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, it's tough. I mean, I, I get frustrated pretty easily and especially like when it's very clear to us, right? Like to not do something. It's so hard to get that through to a two and a half year old. (laughs) Like you can't like, you cannot throw your peas on the ground. Like you can't whip your bowl off the table. Like you can't just feed your dog, your dinner and then come eat my dinner. That's not how this works. Yeah. Um, and so I get very frustrated or it used to be about bedtime. Like Cora, mm-hmm. you have to go to bed. Like, and then I would pick Cora up screaming and kicking and we'd go sit in her bedroom and she'd be crying. And I'd kind of just like sit there with her through it and not do much about it. Like just right. let her cry. And, you know, I'd be there with her and, but Kayla is much more, you know, the gentle parenting, right? That's the big thing is gentle parenting. That's the buzzword. And, it's tough because like gentle parenting is like very much wanting to like talk through the issues with the mm-hmm. kids, right? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? How is this making you feel like, you know, I understand you're feeling like this, Well, what can we do to make you feel better? Whatever it might be. And for me, like that's try, but it's just, I get very frustrated with, with my children, mostly Cora. Grayson doesn't really do much yet. But and, <laughs> yeah, it was really easy to like, the contrast in how to tell your child no when they hit a certain age. And I think it's about, this is why people call it the terrible twos. It's actually, I've heard, I've heard three is a lot worse because they're actively defying you when they're two. They don't really know the difference and you're You don't quite know how to explain to them not to do something when they're three. They know what's right and wrong already. And then they just choose the wrong one. Um, but we're on, we're on the two year old phase. Uh, so it's very we're a little bit closer to like back when Ben it wasn't saying no it was just redirecting him right right Ben you can't shove your lawnmower into the wall let me pick you up and point you in the right direction and then he would just go off and and go in the right direction right, right. he it's not like he was meaning to shove it into the wall it just sounded cool and that's where he was but then you ch- change his direction distract him and he's off doing something else he now has a much longer attention span. He is learning more, right? Like 
hey, if I do this, dad's going to stand up and talk to me. That's fun. I like that. Which is where Katie right. gets her like, you just got, you got to be patient. You got to keep talking, you know, and say that's not great. Uh, but then he also, because, and I don't, again, we don't know if this is boy or, or versus girl thing, but like Ben is Mr. Destruction. I like the, the kid is a wrecking ball on two legs. Uh, he just yeah walks. I've already explained about the broom and the TV. Um, right. He like will just do whatever it, he'll hit things. He tears his books off the shelves. He throws things around the room. We talked Cora's in a little bit of a throwing phase. Ben's also yeah. in a throwing phase right now. Um, and like whipping it at you too, not just throwing, like whipping it at you. Uh, yeah. and, and so it's really hard when he's doing all these things and you're like, I don't want the TV broken or I don't want a hole in the wall. Right. But you also have to slow down and like, Hey, that's not nice. And then he just laughs at you because he doesn't, you know, when you're, when they're that age, it takes a lot of repetition. It takes a lot of like, so in uh Katie's big thing is always like redirect him, redirect him. But I, that is one of the hardest things. Cause all he wants to do is the right. naughty thing that he's doing. So, yeah. Um, have you ever gotten to, have you ever had to, you know, take something away from Ben or, you know, put him in quotations in timeout? We haven't done timeout yet, but like the broom situation, I keep going back to because I mean, that is the most toddler like <laughs> example I can think of, like that a toddler is literally hitting a TV with a broom. Um, but like I've had to take it away and then he cries, throws a full on, yeah. you know, breakdown cry. And you give it back to him, and you're like, okay, you can have it back, just don't hit the TV. And what does he do? Whap! Right back on the TV again, right? Right. Uh, and so it's a... Uh, I mean... It's, it's hard. It's hard. And um, honestly, like, picking battles is what I've what I've found. Um, how, how does Korra do with, like, timeouts and taking, taking things away? timeouts we haven't done too much um we've yeah. done moments where it's like all right we gotta go sit in your room for a bit uh not very often mostly it's like um you know hitting see for her it's not like she's hitting things with other things right um it's more like i guess that's not true because she will like you know i don't know take her drumstick and like smack the walls with it or oh, yeah. like, you know, Ben did that just same thing uh, last week. Right. A lot of times it's like taking whatever toy she's got and trying to like hit Mia with it or like play with Mia in quotation. Yeah. And Mia is an old dog. She doesn't play and she will, she will nip at Cora if she's, you know, uncomfortable. Mm. So it's like, Cora, you can't do that. And then that it's when you just kind of have to take it away from her and yep. she, has a meltdown and it's like okay she cries and we put it away and it's you know cora you can't do that like you're gonna hurt mia and then you're gonna get hurt from that um and it you know it doesn't quite get through her head but after a few minutes she tends to settle down it's like all right we can't do that we need to play with something else now and hopefully she's in a state of mind where she's not like overly tired and she can go grab something else to play with um but for the most part, it's like, you know, a, a good cry session, a, a good yelling. Mm -hmm. um, and then also it's, there's other moments where she'll, 
it happens in the tub pretty often where she'll have like a bucket and just like throw the water out of the tub. Yeah. Ben did that tonight. I was giving Ben a bath and he filled up like there's like a little bottle. He had uh, like an old shampoo bottle that we washed out and left in there. And he mm-hmm. just filled up the little shampoo bottle. And then I was pouring water on his head to wet his hair. And he goes, ha ha. And then just pours his bottle out of the tub trying to <laughs> pour it on me. It's like, uh, it, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he also, no is not a great word. Um, how, That's not the sentence I wanted to say. I really want to say, like, it's not a great word to get the point across we're trying to get across. So we've been using all done a lot in place of no. Um, oh, okay. Because we also wanted to work on all done for the sign to try yeah. and get him to sign it. Um, so we've kind of, like, played that into it as well. Like, um, today, he he likes... He likes for us to put ice cubes in in one of his little buckets and then he likes to put the ice cubes in his bath and play with them until they melt and then he wants more oh, ice okay. cubes that's it, like his most recent obsession um and so today i got like two like significantly sized buckets full of ice and he asked for more once they melted i'm like I, we can't we can't keep doing this we can't keep putting ice cubes in your bath right um and I, at first i said no and i was like oh we'll do all done and that's when i kind of made that connection but that same thing of like trying to explain to him not to do things. So the drumstick is a great example because we had something very similar it actually turned into him hitting us. Um, mm. And that's when I took it away because he got, he got me real good right in the eye. Um, yeah. And uh, I took it away a little bit in like rage, like, Hey, you just hit me in the eye. Um, and then did a good job of then redirecting after I took it away and like obviously he threw a fit started crying it's like well what about this and then showed it to him and then just hid the drumstick and that worked right but the problem is that's not like a repeatable strategy for everything right like i can't just go hiding all the things he hits with and distract him with other things because especially like his lawnmower his lawnmower is his pride and joy it's his possession he's just like a very small dad um and he pushes it around the house all the time i can't when he like he'll take it and run it up right next to the dog um and like try to mow over the dog and you have to explain to him like no that's not nice we can't do that to animals right but i can't take away his mower because like then he'll have an actual meltdown and freak out and not know you know what's going on so it's really hard to walk Mm -hmm. that line I, i don't have there's not really a good like there's not a good answer. Not that anything that we've ever talked about in this podcast has ever yeah, come to a good, good answer. At this thing. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not out here giving advice. This was never. This is filed under the comedy section of podcasts. We're not a lifestyle <laughs> podcast. Go get your advice somewhere else. Um, <laughs> but I, honestly, that's what it comes down to is just kind of like feeling it out. Don't trying not to lose your temper. Um, we my mom the other day called me and Ben was I had a meeting on the couch my mom's like oh why is he eating on the couch and I said because he won't sit in his chair she kind of like looked at me like why aren't you making him sit in your in his chair I'm like you want to come make a two-year-old sit at the table be my guest come on up right make it she's like oh you know haha I'm not but I that's what it comes down to right it's like yeah it, it is would you like him to sit at the table and eat his dinner like the rest of us do at the time the rest of us do sure but I'm not going to sit there and pick him up and sit him back in his chair every three seconds 
yeah and try and get him to sit at the table when i just know he won't and yeah. he's too young to be you said something really great at the beginning of that they're testing their limits right they're pushing their limits they're pushing the boundaries there's something i'm learning as a parent is what is that actual boundary right mm-hmm. he doesn't know what sitting at right. the table means it's not the end of the world if he eats a little bit at the table and then goes and runs around the living room and then comes back and eats a little bit more that yeah you know there there is no it doesn't need to be order at two years old for him to sit at the table but there are boundaries like you can't hit people with drumsticks you can't hit tvs with brooms you can't you know things like that those are our actual boundaries so it's like finding that balance between and picking your battles i mean life life comes down to picking your battles but especially against a two-year-old right like, what battles are we actually going to fight i'm not going to fight the the sitting at the table battle some days yeah. some days it's like all right you can sit here and eat like i know you want to and then other days you're like you know what if you want to just run around and with a chunk of bread in your hand just go run that's fine yeah absolutely and it's it is you know there tonight Cora didn't want to sit at the table, so she sat at our, at our uh, living room at our coffee table and ate her food. And it's like whatever. Like, yeah. At least you're eating. Like you're yeah. eating something, which is fine. Um, but yeah, Cora. Cora never really has done too much maliciously. Like she's never hit us. Um, huh. Or other children or aren't like the that. reincarnation of the devil. Who would have thought? <laughs> Um, but she'll do things where like she'll color and then she'll start like coloring on the table and it's like, Cora, you got to color in the coloring yep. book and she'll keep doing it. And it's like, all right, you got to lose the marker. Yep. Like you can't, you can't do that. Um, or spitting. She's been getting into spitting recently. Hmm. We'll just like spit on the carpet or like spit on the table. And it's like, Cora, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, like stop. Like that's disgusting. Uh, yuck. Kids are gross. Then, you, kids are gross but like i said a lot of the times it's like it's she doesn't want something so she'll push it or throw it so like you know push her cup off of the table or push her food off of the table um like i said a lot of it used to be tv which we've slowly you know started to work on and she's getting better about um but yeah she it's that thing right they're two and a half we're 30 yeah like unfortunately i just have a shorter fuse and she just doesn't understand it yet um, and it's something I definitely need to work on is, is being better about talking through these problems with her. But at the same time, she's like me too, where if she gets frustrated or hurt, she doesn't want anybody around her for a little bit. Like <laughs> she just wants to like have a few minutes by herself. And how is your daughter cool a full grown her. adult at two and a half? She is going to be bully, not by picking, like by beating somebody up. She will rip you apart with like her words sounds about right sounds about right yeah (laughs) she's uh yeah at least she's funny i'm cute i'm just channeling all of ben's excess energy into sports he starts soccer on some on saturday so that's exciting yeah uh aura's been getting into it too she can kick a soccer ball so i'm excited yeah, uh, we don't ever sign up for anything yet. I, I think, think we're just gonna keep trying, trying to get her coordination down. She's not very coordinated. Yeah, that is true. She's a little bit clumsy. <laughs> so she just went to the ER for a concussion on on right, Saturday. Exactly. So. Exactly. 
but it's like uh also like don't you can't touch the ball with your hands yeah you do that i honestly <laughs> so going into discipline like learning um so this is Ben's second run at a sport. He did gymnastics for a while at the beginning of the summer. Right. Um, and he didn't listen very well. Now, granted, he's who's going to expect a two-year-old to listen? Like, you get that. Right. But it was, uh, Katie was much stronger than I was at, like, trying to get him to go through the the rotations and the, the whatever they right. had, the stations that they had set up. Um, for me, it was like, he can somersault down this little foam tube where he can go up and down the slide, which he wants to do anyway. Like you're not really right. You're not six in one hand, half dozen the other. Um, so I'm curious at this time around, he's also a couple months older, which at this, I mean, when you're only 24 months old, two months is a significant chunk of your life. Uh, so he's a couple months older. Um, and I think he will like this better because of the way it's structured. Like it's, it's a lot of running and it's a lot of, you know, right. running around and that's, he likes that a lot. Not necessarily like he's not a roly poly kind of kid. He's, mm-hmm. he's definitely my son. He just runs full speed into things and something will stop him <laughs> eventually. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like most episodes, uh, we didn't give any advice, but you know, I think when it comes down to it, just try to make some sort of connection with your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's try and find that patience try and find that patience it's so hard the the absolute hardest thing is and we all get put in this situation all the time it's the end of the day you're tired your kids on crack cocaine running around your house yeah and then they do something naughty and you immediately want to just stand and go no they have no idea they have no idea and it's so hard to put yourselves in their shoes in that moment that's the hardest time Put yourselves in their mm-hmm. shoes at that moment, but you got to try. You gotta try and try and try to just put it in. And you're not perfect. You're going. You're not gonna do it right the first time. You're not gonna do it right the fiftieth time. But you just got to keep trying. Keep remembering that they don't understand, and that it's your job just to teach them, not yell at them, but teach them. That's all. All right. you can do. And hopefully they'll turn out like Cora, who likes to get hit by pillows. That's right. See, perfect. Yeah, she loves it. She just likes to get a good whack with a pillow. Just throw a pillow that at so her. Bad. That does. That really does. You should admit that on air. Scratch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. For legal purposes, this Scratch is a joke. That. All right, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> it's like Red uh, Green used to say. Uh, just keep your sticks on the ice. We're all in this together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing I didn't talk about at the beginning of this episode, I was supposed to have a vasectomy consultation today. Oh, it yeah. We s- oh, no. That's yeah. what we were supposed to talk about this week. That's right. Yeah. So a couple more weeks, maybe I'll be able to talk about a consultation, but who knows? Um, yeah. So after that, you know, it'll be interesting. But thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't already, go give us a like, comment, subscribe, smash that subscribe button. Smash. Uh, like the kids say. A um, review would be cool. Be tight. Please. Please. Uh, maybe Jared will grow his facial hair back because of it god it looks so weird i don't like it uh, so one last touch on the mustache yeah katie at the wedding was like all right i think i'm i think i'm done with the mustache like thank god i can be done with <laughs> it, it was a phase it was a phase for her it, it, That's did, funny. it didn't help that i was in a suit a mustache and my brown sunglasses and boy i like 
just gave off goose it just energy. goose energy all the all the all over the place um <laughs> anyway so <laughs> i uh on yesterday morning i just buzzed it with my clippers and i was like all right we're done and i buzzed it and i was like oh my god that's my top lip this is worse than my chin yeah. i don't like this <laughs> uh so nice uh well he'll grow it back and then he'll be beautiful again beautiful now he'll be more beautifuler once it's back um and then thank you so much to plan thank you so much to plan ant for having us on their podcast network we really appreciate them and hey go follow us on our social medias we're at big dead energy pod on instagram twitter and facebook uh joe and i are going to be together uh friend of the podcast kevin is having a pool party so the kids are going to go and swim the dads are going to go and swim I'm sure that we will get pictures up on the social medias when we're all together and the families are running around doing crazy stuff. So go follow us on our social medias and, uh, and we'll, we'll get some updates and stuff. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening every week. We appreciate it. We are three episodes from one hundo. So, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Years into this thing. Two whole years, Joe. Wow. Mm -hmm. Nutty, isn't it? Crazy. That's nuts. That's absolutely bonkers. But look at us. Look, look at, at us. us. Look at us. We thought we'd be famous by thought. now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thank you guys so much for listening. All these, all these episodes, you, we really, really appreciate it. So for both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.